Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Hey, guys. Today is International Dog Biscuit Appreciation Day. Let's get started. If it has never been evident to you before, I know that today is the day when you are saying to yourself, you know what? These days are made up. Somebody didn't have anything better to do with their time than to sit around and come up with crazy holidays. Because honestly, nobody really knows where this day came from. I've got an idea. It was probably maybe a dog biscuit company or something, but neither here nor there. Today is what it is, and that is International Dog Biscuit Appreciation Day. And honestly, it comes at a really good time for me and my family because I was just having this conversation with my daughter. She was talking about wanting to start her own business. Now, she's a Girl Scout, and she sells cookies and all that stuff. And that sounded good, and it seemed great for a while until... The other day, we made a delivery of cookies, and the lady who was receiving the cookies gave my daughter the money and said, here you go, and my daughter was over the moon. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this lady just gave me $60, and I said, well, hold on now. That $60 belongs to me, and she was kind of confused, like, I don't understand. She gave it to me. I'm like, yeah, that, that was a minor technicality. She gave it to you because you're the Girl Scout in this situation. However, mommy paid for her cookies for her ahead of time. So she's just paying mommy back for paying for her cookies. And she was like, oh, wait a minute. So we got to come up with a better game plan. Hence the idea of having a business. We read a book about a little boy who had a lemonade stand that didn't work out all the kinks beforehand. And all of the money he made that first day he was out selling his lemonade went to his mom Because she backed his business and she said, when they were at the grocery store, oh, so you're going to pay me back, right? And he said, oh, yeah, sure, mom. (laughs) Yeah. So, like I said, we she came up with this idea and we just happened to run across some dog biscuit recipes. And she said, you know what? This would be fun to have a dog biscuit business. And that was the beginning. Before I get into telling you more about my daughter's business, because, you know, that's what all proud moms do. We brag on our kids. So, of course, you know, I'm going to spend a little time doing that here. But before we get to that, just to kind of give you a little background on just dog biscuits in general. Back in the 1800s, they call it a fortunate accident. And I've got my doubts about this one, but let me just run the story by you. It said that a butcher based in London accidentally invented dog biscuits and then later shaped them into the shape of a bone. And in my mind, I'm thinking, wait a minute, there is something fishy about this story. So we got a butcher. So he knows meat. He can cut it. He knows the cuts. He can probably even slaughter the animals himself back in the 1800s. I'm sure he was cutting up his own meat, killing it, and doing all that good stuff. So 
I imagine he's pretty darn good with a knife and meat. However, I'm thinking that one day his wife wasn't at home. She was probably out doing what moms back in the 1800s did. I don't know what that could be. Maybe, I don't know. I've got no clue on that. But she wasn't at home. And homeboy got hungry and was like, you know what? I'm going to fix myself something to eat. It can't be that difficult. This lady be in here doing this all the time. I can do this. So I picture this butcher in the kitchen creating a holy mess in this woman's kitchen to the point where he just destroyed some food. He burnt it. He he did something to this food. I'm I'm going to assume he was making like cornbread or something or maybe biscuits. He was he was making something flour-based and just it just didn't meet the mark. It didn't hit the spot. It was awful. It was so bad he wouldn't eat it. So he threw it to the dog, like just tossed it on the floor. Like, cause I imagine, I don't know, depending on where he lived, he may not have even had a decent floor. So to just toss it on the ground, be like, ah, this is nasty. He very well could have done that. And then the dog comes by and he's like, what's this? Oh, uh, mm, what in the world? And the dog bites it and he continues to eat it. And the butcher is amazed like, oh my gosh, the dog will eat that because I surely wouldn't. And then dog biscuits were created. Really? <laughs> that, that So that's how I look at it. It had to have been an accident where this butcher butchered something in the kitchen. Some, he thought he knew what he was doing and he didn't. And his wife had to come and save him. But in the meanwhile, the dog got a little treat out of it. And he's like, oh, you know what? We might be able to make a little something off this. And the rest is history. All right, so we covered Biscuit History 101. And I think you all got flying colors in that course because there really wasn't a whole lot to it. A dude went to cook something. It didn't come out right. He gave it to the dog. The dog thought it was wonderful. And then he called it a business. He did a Pee Wee Herman and said, I meant to do that, right? Not hardly. But let's move into the future, to present day, right? So my daughter saying that she wanted to start this business, right? First off, let me tell you the the downside of this business. We ordered some cookie cutters from a woman who must be on the exact opposite side of the world who gave that cookie cutter to some man and he put it on his back and he walked 500 miles. Then he walked 500 more and he is still somewhere out in the ocean swimming to get to the United States so that we can get this doggone cookie cutter. We have been waiting since January for this cookie cutter and I am at my wits end, but that's what I get for not reading all of the fine print on Etsy. They got some great stuff there, y'all, but you got to know where your stuff is coming from. I tell you, you gotta know, but I digress. Let's go back to the story. So, The idea of my daughter saying, yes, I want to have a business. I was ecstatic. I'm still ecstatic. I love that idea that she wants to learn how to do something and make her own money. I love that. And I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of put the idea in her head. I've been hinting around at little things here and there And I let it be her idea, though. 
I didn't tell her she was going to start a business, even though I knew before she was born she was going to start her own business when she was a kid. But I let her think that it's her idea. She actually picked the thing, but I've been dropping little gems and tidbits and hints here and there. I'm not going to lie to you. I did that. So, but what I need you to understand, though, parents out there that are listening, is that the school systems have changed. You would be hard-pressed to find a school that still taught home economics, consumer science, whatever you want to call it. You'd be hard-pressed to find a school that does it. Therefore, you, my dear, have to take up the task of teaching your child how to budget and do all of those things that, you know, we learned to do a long time ago. You got to teach them these things because they're not going to learn it through osmosis. It's not going to hit them in the head and they're just going to know. You want to bring it to their attention. Like the story with the little boy with the lemonade stand, right? He made $27 and some change. Ended up owing his mother $1.50. He sold all the lemonade, but he still owed her $1.50. And it's because the due diligence was not done on the front end. He didn't do the math calculations until after all of the lemonade was sold. Now, honestly and truthfully, though, I blame the parent because she knew better. She knew better than to buy those organic lemons out of season. She knew better than uh, she called herself giving him a break by donating some cups to his business. But, you know, in a situation like this, We can teach them about budgeting. We can teach them about pricing out a meal. We can teach them about even selling stock in their company to get the revenue in order to start up the business. These are all valuable skills. And the sooner they learn it, the better off they're going to be. That doesn't mean they're going to grow up to be an entrepreneur, to be a a salesperson or anything. But it does mean they're going to have money sense, common sense and business sense. And I think that is one of the best gifts that you could ever give your kids. All right. Well, thanks for joining me for today's episode of Tweet Trends. And you know what? With it being a day to appreciate dog biscuits, appreciate your little buddy, give him a good treat. Think about the fact that if it had not been for that butcher dude that could not cook, your little fella might just have to eat regular dog food all the time and never get a tasty treat here or there. All right. Now, um, before I go, let me just say this. Thank you for showing me grace today because, yes, it took me way longer than normal to get this episode out to you. However, I had a lot happening today, and so I thank you for the grace. And therefore, I brought you a product with not only stuff for the big people, but for the little people too. give you a little history, you know, so I feel like I've redeemed myself. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate it. Now, before you go, though, head on over to Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and follow me at Hey Yvette. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Or just look for the hashtag Tweet Trends. And you know, you can always find me on Facebook at Hey That One. All right. Thank you so very much. Thank you for that grace. And I'll see you again on 
Thursday.